you listen to the lyrics, it's about a really, really toxic relationship being so fun in the heat of the moment and then leaving you absolutely hurting for months at a time. So you wrote this in college? Yep. And I held on to it. I knew it was the first song I wanted to put out, and I held on to it for years. Have you written any others? Oh, yeah. I've got... I've okay, got, so you got... You I got, got a, a couple good, on deck okay, that I'm good, ready. Yeah, good. me and Davis have already started talking. We've got the next one in the works, so that'll be out, I would assume, in the next couple of months. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Thank you so much for tuning in to this extension of our Augusta Rocks music mini-series. We are a couple days late posting this, and I will directly apologize to all of you for that. It was kind of a busy weekend and a busy Monday, but here we are with a fantastic episode where we're promoting local music with Mackenzie Blake, who kind of got a late start to her music career, but it was a long time coming. Breakers Live is a huge place in downtown uh, Columbia for yeah. live music and a lot of people like make a way starting there and I would always go and watch people and I'm like yeah one day I'm gonna sing up there but I, it's not now and I know it's not I know it's not so yeah I just um, caught that bug December 2020 uh, started working on my first song. Mackenzie talks about starting her music career in an unorthodox way and how it almost never happened because she almost moved to a completely different country. I was going to move to Toronto for a year. When am I going to live with my best friend again? Life's going to take us in different directions. So we were like, yeah, this is the plan. And then the pandemic said, no, it's not. And of course, we talk about her first single, but we also talk about the Mackenzie Blake concert experience. Everyone is the main character in their own life, whether you're the one on stage or you're the one out with your friends. So I want everyone to feel like they get to have that it moment. Once again, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. This is an extension of our musical miniseries, Augusta Rocks, where approximately on the first Sunday of every month, we promote local music as a tribute to First Friday. This coming week, we will have an episode with Michael Schaffer from the Cyber Center. It's really, really chock full of knowledge and wisdom about development in Augusta and how the Cyber Center was developed. So make sure you stay tuned for that, which will be out on Sunday. One more piece of housekeeping we have to do is we have to thank and shout out the young professionals of Augusta because they added Best Local Podcast to their YPA Choice Awards and we, the Drop the Disc Podcast, won first place. And I want to give a shout out to the other local podcasts that got nominated, which are Chewing the Fat by Big Rob Smith and the Alma Podcast coming here from Augusta Podcast Studio with our host, Coco Rubio. Both great shows. And if you like local content, I highly recommend checking both of them out. That was an extremely exciting experience. It was on Saturday night. Thank you so much to the young professionals. If you are under 40 and looking to network or maybe just make some friends in Augusta, Young Professionals is a great resource. You can find more information at ypaugusta.com or you can message us on any of our pages and we'd be happy to help direct you. This episode, like every episode, is presented by Nancy Powell, and we are excited to announce that Nancy Powell will be presenting all of our episodes once again, deja vu, in 2022. Thank you so much to Nancy Powell for helping to make this show happen and helping to support Augusta. She is Augusta's best real estate agent and broker. She has Augusta's best real estate brokerage with Powell & Associates 
If you have any real estate questions at all, or maybe even just some concerns you want to learn about the market, give her a call 706-717-1281, or just send her an email at Nancy Powell with two L's, 1977 at gmail.com. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, at yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste. I got moves I'ma make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc We can dive in on city politics Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc Ay. Learn a lot about the 706 about to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc uh. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc And speaking of Augusta Rocks, how about C-Lark? If you like this song, check him out at C.Lark wherever you listen to your music Drop the Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And we are Drop the Disc Podcast. We're here with a really cool guest. This is our Augusta Rocks concert I'd say 1.5 1, 1. guests. Yeah, 1.5 guests. Yeah. We'll give them with that <laughs> first... With the drip. Hope. With yeah, the drip. With the drip. <laughs> we'll give them another half. But uh, so today we're here with... Mackenzie Blake. And Ethan Stallings. I've so, heard that name before. Yeah, so real quick, <laughs> Ethan, we've had you on the show before. We're going to do this whole episode about Mackenzie. But before we do that, catch us up. Tell us what you've been up to in yeah, five man. seconds or less. Five seconds. I'm going to be sitting here the whole time she's talking, so everyone think about me while she's talking. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm doing the same old stuff, but a little bit with a little bit of variety. Uh, the Brownstown Gritty, I'm sure you've probably heard of. You know in particular, just... Uh, yeah. Travis Shaw, right? Travis mm -hmm. Shaw, Christian Thornton, and um, TJ Barnes, and it's nasty and it's cool and you know it's up and coming, building it like a any business, you know, it's pretty cool. And uh, Village Sticks too, y'all know about Village Sticks. Ain't nothing to say about that, but that's still going strong. Awesome, making that money. <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. And we will hear from your guitar at least later on in this episode. Yeah, I'm gonna make y'all cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> But more importantly, yes. nothing against you, Ethan, but more importantly, we have the guest of honor today, which is Mackenzie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll get into the, the dirty stuff later, but, oh, you know, God. a quick, you know, what are you doing in Augusta? So I'm originally from Beach Island, South Carolina, and when I graduated from college at USC, go Cox. Am I not talking loud enough? You're good. Do your thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm originally from Beach Island, South Carolina. Went to the University of South Carolina for college, moved back, pandemic hit, stayed in Augusta, fell in love with it, and so now we're here. And you're a musician. I am. And that. I think maybe you just released a song? I did. I just released my first ever single. It's called Hungover. You can find it on all streaming platforms. It's pretty dope, guys. Thank you. Go find her now. It I is. really appreciate it. Thank you. <clears throat> Tell us real quick, like, what it's about, and then we'll 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 move into the interview. Okay, so I wrote it when I was in college. Um, Were you hungover? 
Oh man, so many, so many times. I mean, um, when you lose that many football games, what? <laughs> yeah, we might not be good at football, but we are good at tailgating, and it does not feel. Were you a visitor in the frat lots at USC? Okay, so I know that's a thing. I worked in recruiting for football, so I didn't really get a lot of wild Saturdays like during the football games because I was always on the sidelines. But I did visit a couple of times. Most of the time, when Waka Flocka was there, so they were insane. <laughs> I like how you can say most of the time as as in he's there often oh man it's like, it's like he has a residency at usc he loves he lo that's when clemson hate week rolls around i'm just like okay well walk a flock of loves us most for a reason and that's happy all I clemson hate week unfortunate turnout for you guys um let's I, move on i had fun <laughs> before saturday <laughs> so mackenzie you're originally from beach island yes you went to usc yes um before you went to usc though you know, you're a musician now. Is that something that you had done in high school, in middle school? Is it something you had been serious about? When did you kind of start doing music? I was never really serious about it. It was just something I liked to do. So I grew up singing in church bands, middle school through even college. I'd come back down to Augusta and play at church quite a bit. But it was always something I knew I'd want to do eventually. But I'm a very firm believer on like trusting the universe on when something's right, you'll know. Mm -hmm. And I never felt like it was right. Like I wasn't ready um, until now. And so a couple of things lined up and I was just like, yeah, I think I'm prepared to do this. And so I think it's the time to take that next step. Now, but when you say you played in church bands, were you playing mm -hmm. an instrument? Were you, I oh, know God, you're, no. si you're a singer sang. now. Okay. So you've always just been a singer. I don't, I don't play any instrument well enough to <laughs> perform it in front of people just well enough to kind of get the basis of how I want a song to sound. Okay. So, yeah, mainly vocals. Okay. So you started as a vocalist early. Yeah. Early-ish? Yeah. Like for fun? Yeah, I mean, I was I started singing in church when I was like seven, talent shows at seven, but I was always really, really awkward and shy. That's and pretty so I gutsy. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, shout out mom for forcing me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I found comfort in singing worship because I never really felt like the spotlight was on me. Like it was always yeah. like you're gathering and you're leading people in something, but you're not, Yeah, you're not, all eyes aren't on you. Right. You know, you're just kind of leading a crowd. And um, so I always found more comfort in that than like singing at a talent show and everyone's looking at you and judging you. Right. And, yeah. You know, everything's like they're tallying up any mistakes you had. And so I kind of veered away from that. It just made me feel really uncomfortable. Um, and then this past Christmas, uh, the Baker. 2020? Yeah, was it 2020? Wait, would we have? Yeah, 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 2020. Okay. okay. The Baker Bros did their Christmas show yeah. at Southbound that they do every Shut year. Up. And so they asked me to sing a couple songs with them. And I kind of got the bug. I was like, man, I like this. Because it's the same as worship, really, if you're playing. Okay, well, it's not the same. Because I don't, I don't <laughs> want anyone to think I'm being sacrilegious. <laughs> yeah, Southbound and church are kind of the same. No. Um. I found Jesus at Southbound. <laughs> <laughs> like Mary Morris, yeah, I guess that's my church. Uh, <laughs> no, but I I caught the bug because it, it it's the same place that, like that you can sit in whereas when you're when you're singing sets with a crowd of people for the most part everybody that's coming to a bar or like coming to a show they just want to have a good time and live in the music and mm -hmm. so you are still leading people in an atmosphere yeah. right it's just it's a different atmosphere it's but different. it's still the same concept mm -hmm. of like it's not all eyes on you i mean yeah you're the front man and you're leading people and stuff but 
you're leading people and having a good time. So it made me feel better about it. And I've, I've felt more comfortable in my skin ever since doing that. But okay, talent shows are not the way to go, man. So, for so me. ever since 2020, December 2020, yeah. did you play anywhere else up till now? I mean, have you been touring? So or? December 2020 caught the bug of enjoying it. Um, w- I think was that your first non-church, non-talent show show? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you went through college. You weren't performing Mm-mm. at all? Nope. She didn't have time, bro. Yeah, I was, I was recruiting. <laughs> I was trying to get our team better, man. No, I, uh, like I said, of trusting the universe and always knowing when it's the right time. I would, you know, Breakers Live is a huge place in downtown uh, Columbia for yeah. live yeah. music. And mm-hmm. a lot of people like make a way starting there. And I would always go and watch people and I'm like, yeah, one day I'm going to sing up there, but it's not now. And I know it's not, I know it's not. So yeah, I just, um, caught that bug December, 2020, uh, started working on my first song with Davis branch who he played with, um, Ray Fulcher Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Um, moved back from Nashville during the pandemic when they're touring went like to a complete halt yeah. um, and started doing production and he's absolutely taken off. He's in like 75 independent songs right now. Wow. Three of them with big time records. Um, What is it? Big Machine with uh, Morgan Wallen and yeah. a couple other. Got three songs like with artists from that record label. He's is he absolutely, in Columbia? No, he's here, man. Oh, wow. So any upcoming artist you want to work with somebody, Davis Branch at Song Shape Studios. Very cool. Very but, cool. But yeah, he's awesome. So I started working with him on my first song. And uh, then just started playing around town, knowing I needed to kind of get rid of any anxiety that I had yeah. singing in front of people. And so now we're here. So before, because we're going to ask some more specific questions. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about your song. We'll talk about your kind of goals and stuff. I want to talk about the other side of you, though, okay. because you graduate. When did you graduate college? Uh, 2019. Very recently. Yes. What have you been doing in Augusta? Because it doesn't sound like you've been doing music full time. Yeah, so uh, I graduated, moved back to Augusta. I actually started bartending at Garden City because I bartended all through college. Um, My intentions was not to stay in Augusta. So uh, one of my best friends that I met in college is Canadian. Not a lot of football teams here to recruit for. No, no. (laughs) Yeah, so we got to figure out what we're doing. No. Um, So when I graduated and moved back here, I was just planning to save up money bartending and then move. pandemic hit to Canada. You were going to move to Canada. I was going to move to Toronto for a year. (laughs) Wow. That's the New York of Canada, by the way. It is. It is. So I was like, I mean, when am I going to live with my best friend again? Life's going to take us in different directions. So Mm -hmm. we were like, yeah, this is the plan. And then the (laughs) pandemic said, no, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I stayed here, you know, just had a job fall on my lap, did some PR stuff, got pretty connected from that job with, a lot of really influential people in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked with a like a YouTube show called um, The Uncut Experience with Chase Irwin. He's a cool, cool guy in Nashville, loves um, undiscovered talent or upcoming talent in Nashville. And so I was able to kind of understand the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of it's not just one day you write a really good song and then you're a, a hit right. kind of thing. And I was able to see what the journey and the process is and really talk to a lot of people. And I felt informed enough to actually take that next step. And so that was also that with the December 2020 show kind of hand in hand. So before that show, me. you were already thinking about it. I was already thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, I, I understand from being in, I did a public relations degree. 
So um, you see like the entertainment side of PR and you understand that it's a lot more of a business than you actually think it is. Right. Um, and so I wanted all my moves to be strategic and somewhat calculated. So yeah, I was just like, no, I'm prepared. I can do this now. Started making a game plan and moved forward with a strategy. Okay. So now we're here. We'll be right back with more of Mackenzie Blake and of course, a live studio performance after this quick message from our friends at Savannah River Brewing Company. I absolutely love that Savannah River Brewery sponsors the podcast. Why? Because they are everything that Augusta has needed for a long time. A brewery that brews good beer. If you want to go check them out for different events, let me tell you about what they do. They've got crafts and drafts every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. where you get to make crafts and drink beer. How cool is that? They do general trivia every Wednesday from 6.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. You got to check that out. They also do disc golf, disc golf tournaments, putting, throws. Can you make it in the basket? That's every Tuesday from 6 to 9 p.m. And that actually takes place in the brew house where all the tanks are. Really, really cool. If you want to learn more about Savannah River Brewing, you can check them out at www.savannahriverbrew.com. If you want to call them to see what's on tap, call them at 706-426-8212. That's 706-426-8212. And if you're not sure where they're located, they're located at 813 Fifth Street, right downtown, right downtown. Check them out. Savannah River Brewing Company. So you calculated your decisions. Yes. You played a Christmas party at Southbound, yeah. which I assume was in there. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to ask where it was, no. but I assume it was in there. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> it was just kind of the little like flame that sparked it, you know? Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, I've got this plan. Now I'm just waiting on go. And yeah. then when I played there, I was like, Man, that was so much fun. I think that's my go. Yeah. And so we started. But I had I it was pulling teeth to get me to sing up there too. So Was it? Yeah, it was pretty nerve because I hadn't yeah. done like an actual show. So yeah. it was very nerve wracking. Then I got up there and I was like, the energy, everything's well, so amazing. The Baker Bros is a good starting position. Always because they're just there. No expectations. Yeah. It's just a fun time. Yeah, they're just Yeah, the a energy good time. level's already there and yeah. you right. just meet it and ride the way perfect timing people are celebrating oh 100 and by the way for somebody that hadn't performed since high school do people just know that you're talented is that just a thing um no <laughs> i think sam and Stu. i just i am good friends with them so they knew that i could sing and so they kind of just forced me they to just do it and then arm. everyone was like what <laughs> so that's how that worked out so since then you you have your your single that you've put out mm -hmm. But you've been doing shows. You've done mm -hmm. some shows. Obviously, you can't just get up and do one song and sit down. What kind right. of stuff do you perform? Oh, man. Anything that you would like to listen to while you're out <laughs> and about having a good time. Give me like a high-low, like a, like a, you know, like a, a vast array. Like, what well, are we looking at? I like to, I like for everyone in the audience to be, like, feel seen. So Kay. I'll do everything from, like... We throw some Bon Jovi in there or, mm -hmm. you know, and then Journey will do Britney Spears. Heck yeah. But Love then that. we'll throw some Chris Stapleton in there. Like I want everyone to feel like in that moment that they got to have their time to shine out in the audience with their friends, like taking Snapchats and stuff. That's my song. Man, everyone, 
everyone is the main character in their own life, whether yeah. you're the one on stage <laughs> or you're the one out with your friends. So I want everyone to feel like they get to have that it moment. So if I'm playing Britney Spears and there's eight girls screaming, doing Snapchats, I've done my job and I feel good about it. Right. So That's great. yeah, just try and do like a pretty decent array. And, and we always set a pretty loosely set of songs right. yeah. and then we kind of feel it out like a DJ and swap it like up. A DJ yeah. I'm like, do. okay, the crowd really like this. So let's X and A that song and throw this right. one in there because okay. That's the vibe for tonight, you know? Okay. So we hear this wide spectrum of different music. Chris mm-hmm. Stapleton, Britney Spears. Yeah. That's my that's my top and bottom. They're actually right. so closely related. Right. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> when it comes to your original music, what kind of genre are you trying to sit in? So it's a mixture of Chris Stapleton and Britney Spears. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is more so country pop, though. So, okay. I mean, it really, yes and no. Um, Taylor Swift. No, I'm just, I love <laughs> not gonna Taylor. lie. Taylor Swift is one of the best songwriters. Yes, goodness not, gracious, not just songwriter, business person. Oh, she yeah. knows how to market. Well, she that's knows what how I'm to, saying about like there I, is an algorithm, and she's creating. When Welcome I watched her documentary, yeah. Hello, this is a this is a Taylor Swift fan. Everybody <laughs> now knows that David and I fangirl about her. I absolutely yeah. yeah Me I too. can't even lie about that. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch her documentary? Uh, yes. Oh yeah. So after I watched that. You lost that, me, by the way. Oh, right what? there. I did not watch oh, that. Okay. What? Mr. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out, bro. How dare you? His talking privileges are over. <laughs> um, no, if you watch it, man, she, like what I was talking about of everything needs to be a strategy and yeah. it needs to be calculated. Like it, it just shows how music is an art form. Absolutely. But you get lost in the sauce if you don't have a plan and you don't you know, stay grounded in yourself and have a strategy to mm-hmm. execute the messaging that you want to put out there. Right. So bringing this back to you, oh, yeah. country <laughs> pop, how did you land on that? So I grew up listening to country. My grandparents were in an old town or old time country band. Um, really? Yeah. What was so it called? They were the country ramblers. If that isn't just so <laughs> Southern. I like. I feel that. like we need to hire a voice actor to really say "country ramblers." Oh yeah, correctly. and the country, country ramblers. ramblers. <laughs> <laughs> but so they used Jeep. to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not supposed to. Interject. No, you're good. That was worth it. That was worth it. No, that was All good. Right. Um, but yeah, so they used to orchestrate uh, like country jamborees uh, in Aiken all the time uh, back in the day in their prime. Um, and go up to Nashville and play. So I grew up listening to country and loved. Dolly Parton's one of my favorites of all time. There you go. Talk mm-hmm. about a good songwriter. Like yes. this, that woman knows how to tell a story and just out of nothing. Like mm-hmm. it's insane. You know, um, I did listen to a podcast about Dolly Parton's songwriting. So I didn't watch the Taylor Swift documentary, but I, I am now on the same level as you guys. He's I'm back, back on. on. I have not listened to that podcast. We'll so. switch. We'll, okay. we'll switch back. <laughs> well, Dolly Parton also has a documentary on Netflix. So you guys got some watching to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch the Beatles get back. That's all I'm gonna say. Honestly, maybe the documentary on Netflix is what I saw, but we'll move past this anyways. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But um so I love the lyrics of country. I love the storytelling of country. Okay. I like to make jokes about my sadness and poke fun at it. So I don't think that every sad song needs to feel sad. Okay. Mm. So like my single hungover, if you listen to the lyrics it's about a really, really toxic relationship being so fun in the heat of the moment and then leaving you absolutely hurting for months at a time. Same way a hangover. You go out, you have the best night of your life. The next day, you're on the couch all day. Mm-hmm. Give me water. 
give me a heated blanket. I need all the help I can get. I've so, never tried the heated blanket. I've never. That sounds I wonder awful, if it, honestly. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> you gotta sweat it all out. It's like a sauna. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> Be on the toilet with a heated blanket on my back. Oh, my God. All right, anyway. <laughs> That's what I was imagining. Well, I said couch, so. No, yeah. So, and, and we've, we've both listened to, to um, Hungover, and it does have that kind of, like, fast, yeah kind of sad and fast at the mm-hmm. same time vibe. Yeah. Is that something that you want to carry into, like, future music? I, maybe. I, so, I'm, I'm really big on, I like for your lyrics to tell a story, but I like for the music to set the mood. So, however I'm feeling when yeah. I'm writing the song, I want the music to put that person in that mood. So like hungover is something you can definitely dance to because like, you know, you're doing something stupid by being in a toxic relationship. You're literally like dancing in your ignorance kind of like, you're just like, yes, ignorance is bliss. This is fine. And then it's not, and you know, it's not, but (laughs) so I, the song's kind of making fun of myself of like, yeah, baby, your love leaves me hungover, but I'm still here. Like, you know, I love that. So it just <laughs> it just that. depends on the song. Okay, but um, yeah, I'm sure it's something that I'll I'll do. I like to cope with humor, and I think that the irony of that song is pretty Absolutely. humorous. And how long how long did it take you to write that song? Yeah, like thirty minutes. I'm I don't sit down and write, unfortunately, right now, and I need to get better at that of actually making intentional time to sit down and write consistently. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just feeling a lot of emotions, it's like journaling for me. I okay. used to write poems when I was younger and just. I just felt like that was always a way to express myself without having to talk to anybody else about it. Right. Cause I don't like to talk about my emotions yeah. until I understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So just throwing everything on paper, makes me feel better. And I don't remember exactly what the situation was in college, but whatever it was, it, it got me going. And so I just sat down and wrote college? it. Mm-hmm. You wrote it in college. Yep. And I held on to it. I knew it was the first song I wanted to put out and I held on to it for years. Have you written any others? Oh yeah. I've got, I've okay. got, so you got, you I got, got a, a couple good, on deck okay, that I'm good, ready. Yeah. Good. Me and Davis have already started talking. We've got the next one in the works. So that'll be out. I would assume in the next couple of months. That's so cool. But, um, yeah, it's just one of those things when I feel inspired, I just throw things on paper. We'll be back with more of Mackenzie Blake, including the drop the disc question and of course some live local music in Augusta podcast studio with Mackenzie and Ethan. But first, let's talk about our friends at the Clubhouse. The Clubhouse is a great resource for starting a business. And I think that sometimes they might get the rap that this is only for cyber-based businesses. Well, we have an episode coming out in a couple of weeks with Jennifer Tinsley of Field Botanicals or Field Um, And she talks about all the different resources that the clubhouse has, how she utilized those and how they helped her start her business. This is a great example of a story of how the clubhouse helps people of all different types of small businesses. If you have an idea that you think you might be able to turn into a business and you're just not sure where to start, I would highly recommend checking the clubhouse out, see what resources they have and see if they can help you. Uh, the best way to do so, the best way to find them is to go to theclubhow.se. Their website is theclubhow.se. So before we hear music in the studio, which I'm really, really, really excited about, I have one more question. We'll get Taylor Swift, right? I'm just kidding. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Did you prepare what we, what we requested in <laughs> advance? The, the set list not. we sent you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is it difficult or maybe easier? I don't know. Is it difficult to write music? without playing the instrument parts? Or is that something that, you know, you said you can't do it in front of people, but mm-hmm. you kind of do it for yourself? Yeah. 
it is easy in my head to know what I want it to sound like. I don't know if this is normal for other people, but I can hear a song in my head of exactly how I want it to sound. Mm-hmm. So the issue is, is being able to communicate that to yeah. other people. Yeah. But I can mimic noises. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can still. Pew, pew, pew. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally, I'm like, yeah, I want the guitar to you be like. You could sell tickets to a songwriting session is what it sounds oh, like. Oh, no. It's, but <laughs> it really is. I don't. It could be because there's something wrong with me, but I can hear something in my head. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly how I want it to sound. So I'll just mm-hmm. pull out a little voice memo and sing the melody how I want it if I hear it. And then just just go from there. That's very impressive. So I, I wrote music on my guitar all the time, but yeah. I had a guitar to play the chords yeah. to hear how I want the tune to go. Yeah. You're, you're doing it totally backwards. Right. Which is probably really frustrating for everybody else. And, <laughs> and it's somewhat frustrating for me at times. And I'm like, I don't what know do what's wrong want? with me. <laughs> I'm just going to blame it on the fact that I'm left-handed or, and that's hey, my brain too. is just, right. Oh, yeah. okay. Well then never mind. Hey, <laughs> stick together. Yeah, I will say I played guitar for a little while. I was not as good as Chris was, but I was always good at imagining what I should be able to do mm-hmm. and not as good at doing it. So I feel like maybe me and Chris together could be a musician <laughs> if we could just figure it out. I actually have a crazy question. How long did it take to record? Oh, yeah. The, how long was the process of this one song okay, because yeah. you didn't have the melody set with chords or notes? So Davis is very brilliant as an instrumentalist. He is very talented um but so we sat down I kind of had the tune in my head already Mm -hmm. we went through it we got the body of the song in one session and then just the process of getting together during because it was still it was like very end of the extreme part of the pandemic so having to navigate through that um was a little more difficult and when I was still like working full-time and combining our schedules but um probably like three and a half months, maybe four from like when we initially started, but that was a very prolonged process. I mean, it wasn't because it took so long to build the song out. It was just scheduling. Right. So it, didn't ha- it probably could have been like two or three weeks yeah, if, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. had been able to For sure, because sit down. everything, Davis plays bass and, um, you know, he did most of the other uh, production in his studio and then we just hired out a guitar player from Nashville and so... I mean, that moved through pretty quickly and then just mastering it. But no, it was pretty quick. Davis is an awesome person to work with. And I don't, I mean, I'm only speaking from personal experience, but it's really easy to work with him. This episode is sponsored by Davis. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Song Shape Studios. (laughs) But no, I mean, he's a good person. So one last thing from me. Um, I know you've been playing some shows and Mm -hmm. from somebody to go from not playing any shows to playing shows at all is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Any highlights from this, from this year? Oh man. Uh, we got to open for Ryan Abel's band, uh, on Halloween Eve at Metro, which was really cool. Cause she showed out. She showed out. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. In a positive way. I wasn't like inebriated or anything. (laughs) Really cool to watch. But um, no, playing for Ryan Abel was cool just because I heard like coming into the music scene in Augusta, people are like, everyone has their favorites and it's really hard to get into the music scene. And then I was like, I've been here for three and a half months and Ryan Abel asked me to open. So I don't really think it's like that. Um, I think you just have to have a proper work ethic and really like treat it as a business. You got to be good. That too. You just there's I mean, two sh- kinds of people. I mean, by the I'm, way, I'm, we just I'm, saw both. I'm 100 with Ryan in this. Like, there's no click. There's no musical click yeah. in Augusta. She's like she just said. She's been here for three months, and boom, like 
single out, playing anywhere she wants to. She's yeah. an instrument. It's just working hard, man, and, and treating people with respect and, and, you know, mutually respecting people, I think. But so that that was a really big highlight for me just from a personal standpoint and then just also – I don't know. Every every gig is cool. Every gig special. I did get to play at Breakers Live for the first time ever, and I played so there. So you did it? Oh, I did it. I did it, and I did it in like the first month of playing live shows. So it was a wow. real big like moment <laughs> yeah. of like, yes, I've made it. What's next? <laughs> but um, yeah. So I play there pretty regularly now. But um, that's awesome. So yeah, it's been a really cool year. Just doing anything, honestly, just taking the first step because I'm very, you know. I'm just one of those people and I'm like, okay, yeah, I do this, but so does everybody else. And they're all cool and special in their own way. So like, why me? But I'm like, you know, you just gotta do it. Well, now you're on Spotify. Now you're legit. Oh my yeah. God, almost I know. 5K now I have a listens. Spotify artist profile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we get into music and before we ask the question, where can people find your music? You and can find Social it. media, whoever, can, how they find you, reach out to you. Best ways to connect, right? Yeah, best ways to connect. So I'm on Facebook, Mackenzie Blake Music. Uh, Instagram is, I think it's Mackenzie Blake and it's M-A-C-K. Mac. Mackenzie. Yeah, I'm a Mac. Um, and then I'm on all, all streaming platforms. So you can find me pretty much anywhere. Perfect. Even YouTube, no music videos, but you can play the song on YouTube. <laughs> Love that. Is there maybe a music video coming? Oh, potentially. I'm on an independent artist budget, so it just <laughs> depends on who wants to connect and work for nothing. <laughs> it's like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Kind so of thing. I'm doing right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And we're happy to have you, Ethan. I'm yes, happy to we be are. here. I'm Aren't happy we to so represent. glad he's here? Yes. <laughs> I'm happy to be in this shell. It's nice. <laughs> so, uh, David, do you have anything to add? I'm good. All right. So I'm going to ask you the drop the disc question. Okay. I'm ready. Um, we ask every guest on this show this question. And the drop the disc question is presented by Tranner Gray. They're a full service marketing and advertising agency. If you want more information, you can go to trainergraymedia.com or trainergray.com. Trainer Gray will specialize in marketing, graphic design, printing, media buying, web and mobile development app creation, video production, and I could go on and on and on. It's an extensive list. This company is legit. Check them out, Trainer Gray. We have over 125 different answers. Uh, if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about the city of Augusta, mm -hmm. what would you tell them? I would tell them that Augusta, unlike a lot of different cities, when you come to Augusta, Augusta doesn't make you into a person from Augusta. Like there's New Yorkers, there's people from Nashville, there's that kind of stuff. You make Augusta your own. Mm -hmm. And so it's your decision on what you want Augusta to be. And that's from me coming in and having a negative experience of being like, oh, I have to stay home because of the pandemic. And then Augusta has just become a really, really special place to me. So it's all about what you want to do with Augusta. All right. Thank you. That was a great answer, by the way. That's a, by the way, kind of a unique answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. And we will be right back with some music performed live in our studio yeah. by Mackenzie Blake <laughs> and Ethan Stallings. <laughs> As I said, we'll be right back with some live local music recorded right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. And while I'm saying that, I'm going to talk about what Augusta Podcast Studio is very quickly. Augusta Podcast is a business downtown Augusta. Um, that Chris and I started a couple of years ago to help other people start their own podcasts. 
we have partnered with Allison South and we have a studio on 7th Street and Broad. And we actually have another studio in the AU building. That's where we record Drop the Disc podcast. So if you might have something that you're passionate about that you want to turn into a production, a podcast, whether it's just like us with only audio, or maybe you want to take it to the next level with video, hit us up, see how we can help. Um, Go to AugustaPodcasts.com and make sure you don't go to AugustaPodcastStudio.com. That is a different business. It's Mackenzie Blake and this is my original song, Hungover. too many said I'd only stay for two the room is spinning I think I've had one too much of you and it's time for me to be getting last call Baby, your love leaves me hungover Baby, your love leaves me hungover Regretting the night before You think I know it, I'm on a bender And I can barely remember How I ended up on the floor And just one simple reminder just one simple reminder will have me sick down to my core and sooner or later I'll hear from you and even if I don't want to I'll be crawling back for more and tomorrow my head will be hurting but not as half as bad as my heart And like this cheap tequila we're drinking You're a bad idea from the start Baby, your love leads me hungover Baby, your love leads me hungover Regretting the night before You think I know it, I'm on the bender And I can barely remember How I ended up on the one simple reminder yeah just one simple reminder will have me sick down to my core and sooner or later I'll hear from you and even if I don't want to I'll be crawling back for more baby your love leaves me on baby your love leaves me home
turn our mics on so we could talk oh, good. it's so good. nice to be able to just stand up and talk <laughs> in our other studio we can't it, we gotta hunch over no, yeah. oh really oh yeah this is nice hey it's Mackenzie blake and i'm gonna do britney spears toxic
Song that was so cool. <laughs> oh man, it's really sick. Full band, y'all. That it's was a so good cool. one because we get like the crashing of the drums when we yes. do that. Yes. It's, it's I wanted sick, to, man. I was, I wanted to air drum along, mm -hmm. but I didn't know the air drum like things to you do. I don't want to jinx anything, right David, here. but I think we have one of the three bands for uh, for Augusta our Rocks show? 2022. Oh, stop, that'd be so sick. <laughs> hey, I'm in like. <laughs> yeah, it's the We're Ethan actually gonna Stalling only do show. Ethan Stallings band. That could be a theme. We could do that. Wait, we Ethan, could do don't a good show. Away. I need to get a picture with y'all too. Don't cool. do that. Cool that will head. explode his head. Yeah, Mackenzie, Ethan, thank you guys so much for being on here. Uh, you guys are both insanely talented. Wow. Sure. Thank you guys for thank having you, us. Hungover is the song. It's on all streaming platforms. That it is. And it's uh, find her on social media. And if you want to hear Toxic replay this song <laughs> david and chris yeah man <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the drop the disc podcast we will be back in just a few days with michael schaffer on sunday we hope that you have a great week there will be no around augusta in this episode but we're going to start releasing around augusta as a standalone episode um so that you guys can you know in five minutes or less kind of get an idea of what's going around in the city now, one thing that we are looking for is we're looking for a sponsor for that series to help us make it a full-time series. If you're interested in getting involved or maybe you know someone that is, let us know, dropthedispod at gmail.com or just DM us on social media at dropthedispod. Thank you so much and we will see you next week.